Hi, I am Rishabh Dasani, and this is the Less But Better podcast. In this episode, I want to tell you about the human predicament we are in and what we can do to find our way out. Let's go back to March 2020. It was the onset of the pandemic. Like many of us, I was by myself at home. My housekeeper called to say she would be absent for the foreseeable future because of an indefinite lockdown. I was left to shift for myself. My parents were in their home in another town, also by themselves. It would be a few months before I would see them again, or anyone for that matter. During this time, I happened to watch a few documentaries on human-induced climate change. Despite being aware of the issues surrounding climate change beforehand, the films I saw were quite eye-opening for me. I learned what truly is at stake for us. Truth be told, I was horrified and disgusted at the ways we are destroying our planet. It brought me to tears. In that moment, I felt deep love for this planet. I felt we only have one home, because we do, and we must do everything in our power to protect it. At the same time, I knew our planet is going to keep on spinning with or without us, and we need to think about our survival. Watching the documentaries, I learned about the different ways our actions are collectively impacting our planet and by extension our own future, thereby notably causing the twin crisis of climate change and nature loss. It was apparent to me that the true hidden cause was our overconsumption, which is, we use way more resources than we need. As it turns out, I am not the only one to have drawn this conclusion. In fact, Many scientists around the world have warned us that our behavioral crisis is driving ecological overshoot such as climate change. Anyway, I found that the twin crisis of climate change and nature loss, which is output, is simply a result of overconsumption, our inputs, of which the other issues, including deforestation, plastic pollution, fossil fuels, etc., happen to be its symptoms. It's only when we look at these issues through the lens of overconsumption does it all make sense. But we need to treat the root cause. It turns out the real underlying problem we have been overlooking all along is our collective greed. Our greed via our overconsumption, which is manifested through different symptoms, is causing our planet's temperature and sea levels to rise, among other challenges. It was Gandhi who said more than 75 years ago how earth provides enough to satisfy every man's need but not every man's greed. As it so happens, our collective greed is also the leading cause of our unhappiness. We are inadvertently using our greed, indifference and short-sightedness to destroy our own future. Our greed stems from looking for solutions to our inner issues outside of us mainly through people, places, things, events. But we cannot solve our inner challenges with outer experiences. The tragic irony is, the more we want outside, the more we will be left insatiated inside. More is not the answer. It will never be the answer, because there is no end to it, and because we don't need it. The sooner we learn, the better. It's one of the things I've learned in my own life, but we'll get to that later. Here's the thing to remember. If something is not in the interest of our planet, 
it cannot be in our interest either. The two are inextricably connected. But we need our planet more than our planet needs us. That's the basic truth. Unfortunately, time is running out for us. The truth is, no one is going to come and save us from ourselves. The way we are living isn't working for our planet or for us. And we need to take action. While we continue to inspire organizations and governments to do the right thing, how we live our daily lives will make a far bigger difference to our survival as a species in the long run. Tired of ignoring my inner voice for far too long, I do feel called to step up and make things better, like many of us. I am here to inspire others to live a less but better life, so that together we may all live a life that matters and create a better future along the way, for our children and grandchildren to thrive. Because more is not the answer. This requires a collective shift in our philosophical outlook, in our thinking, language and actions, in how we live. I call this philosophy living a less but better life. The term less but better comes from a design approach and belief coined by German industrial designer Dieter Rams in the 20th century. He said, and I quote, Good design is as little design as possible. Less but better. I was inspired to write the Less But Better Manifesto. Here it is. Imagine a world in which we focus on the human being first and the doing second. Let love guide our thoughts, words and actions. We depart from living a reactive, fast-paced life to living a slower, proactive one. We give everything we do the time and attention it deserves because how we do anything is how we do everything. We shift from living for ourselves to living in service of others without undermining ourselves. We use our strengths to complement others' weaknesses. We do fewer things well in the short term so we can do more in the long term. We stop making our work the center of our lives and we start making it a part of our life. We remember that our modest profits don't have to come at the cost of our planet. Not only can we have both, but it's the only way forward. Let's move from short-term thinking to making better long-term choices. We live our lives as if we were complete, because we are. We stop looking for happiness outside through people, places, things, events, and realize what we seek outside is who we are inside. We retire from constantly wanting more to being content with less. Finally, we base our actions on what is in the best interest of our planet because that will ultimately be in our interest as well. This is the less but better philosophy. Living this way has transformed my life in more ways than I can count. And it has the power to transform yours as well. By the way, this also happens to be the vision of the world I want to live in. I believe if most of us live our lives the less but better way, we can create a happier and sustainable planet, not only for our generation to survive, but more importantly, for our future generations to thrive. And isn't that worth living for? The best way to build this world is to commit to building it together. I'm looking for as many people as possible to help me advance this cause. Thanks for coming along on this journey with me. Remember, together we are better than each of us on our own. You can get a copy of the Less But Better Manifesto 
at lessforbetter.com and share it with others. The first regular episode of this podcast will release next week in the new year, where I will share one idea to inspire you to live a less but better life because more is not the answer. Apart from sharing this philosophy with you on these weekly episodes, I plan on having a guest each month. These are people who I would like to chat with and learn from about their way of life. And I hope these conversations will inspire you too. That's it for this week. Remember, we can all be and do less but better because how you live your life matters way more than what you quote-unquote achieve. It's the only thing that matters.